Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 1. It is the appearance of the likeness of the honor of Jehovah, and I see and fall on my face, and I hear a voice speaking, and he saith unto me, Son of man, stand on thy feet, and I speak with thee. Calling him a son of man is like the Lord calling Ezekiel a human. And this is continuing Ezekiel's vision from chapter 1 when he saw the throne of God descend down to earth where he was praying by the river Chabar as a captive in the territory of the Chaldeans. In this chapter, the Lord is going to call Ezekiel to be a prophet. He was born a priest. The Lord wanted him to be priest and prophet. But the Lord doesn't call just anyone to be a prophet. It's always a righteous man who is totally committed to the Lord, whose life is completely sanctified. He spends time in prayer, and he obeys the commandments of the Lord. There are female prophetesses in the Bible, but the calling of a prophetess is different than the calling of a prophet, because prophets travel, and they speak to nations and kings and leaders, and their lives are in danger because nobody wants to hear what they have to say. They suffer persecution. A female can also have a gift of prophecy, and she is a prophetess. But in the Bible, the female prophetesses are never called to leave home and live in danger, making political statements that no one wants to hear. They just prophesy from the home front. They aren't called to be risking their lives. And this is because the Lord intended women to be at home raising families, having children, taking care of babies, and you can't really do that and be on the run. And you also can't do that effectively if your life is in danger. In the Bible, you'll notice that there are female prophetesses. There was one female judge of Israel. There's a couple of female evangelists in the New Testament. Actually, there's a few of them. There's also a female pastor in the New Testament. But with all of those gifts, you don't have to necessarily travel. Your life doesn't have to be in danger. You don't have to leave your children, husband, or family. There was also a Christian businesswoman in the New Testament. But again, she was on the home front. She didn't travel around and risk her life. That's the difference between a prophet and a prophetess. A prophet is a male, and he has a more risky calling, and he has to give up everything. And you will see that Ezekiel loses a lot, just as Jeremiah did, just as Elijah did, just as Moses did. All of the prophets live lives of sacrifice, whereas the prophetesses, you don't really see that in Scripture. And it's because the Lord didn't really intend women to be in that role of having their head on the chopping block. He loves all of us, but he has different roles for his different purposes. Now, Deborah, when she was a judge over Israel, she also operated from the home front. She was married, she raised a family, and lived a normal life. And the one time that a man without faith 
demanded that she go to battle with him, with a battling army, he was cursed for asking her to do that. She spoke a curse over him in the name of the Lord, because for him to ask her to leave home and go on the battlefront was evil. It was a lack of faith, because that isn't what the Lord ever expected any woman to do. So here we are continuing with the calling of Ezekiel. 2. And there doth come into me a spirit, when he hath spoken unto me, and it causeth me to stand on my feet, and I hear him who is speaking unto me. Ezekiel had fallen on his face because of the holiness and the glory of God. He couldn't stand up and look at God because God is so perfect and holy. But by God's power, he was raised up so that he could face the Lord when the Lord was speaking to him. 3. And he saith unto me, Son of man, I am sending thee unto the sons of Israel, unto nations who are rebels, who have rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me unto this selfsame day. The Lord is sending Ezekiel to prophesy to the Israelites who are sinning and have been sinning against him for generations. 4. And the sons are brazen-faced and hard-hearted to whom I am sending thee, and thou hast said unto them, Thus said the Lord Jehovah. He says that when you speak to these people, they are going to be stubborn and arrogant in their sin. They are not going to want to repent, and yet you are going to speak to them anyway, and this is what you are going to tell them. Ezekiel is going to be prophesying to a very hostile audience. The same thing happened to Jeremiah. The same thing happened to Elijah. His life was in danger. The same thing happened to Moses. The same thing happened to Jesus and John the Baptist. All of them were risking their lives when they told people to repent. And to this very day, nobody likes to be told to repent. And the church leaders in many churches today tell us that it's a sin to hurt people's feelings and therefore we shouldn't be telling anyone to repent. So the same spirit is alive today of hostility toward the word of God and arrogance toward the word of God. Pastors say that if you tell somebody about repentance, then you don't really love them. And the way that Christians show love is by smiling and nodding and making people feel good about themselves. But according to scripture, true love is telling people the truth so that they will have the opportunity to be saved. 5. And they, whether they hear or whether they forbear, for a rebellious house they are, they have known that a prophet hath been in their midst. The Lord says, when you speak to them, whether they repent or whether they rebel and try to kill you, they're going to know that you are a prophet of the Lord. They're going to know that they have made an evil choice if they don't listen to you. The Lord is going to give Ezekiel signs that will prove to the people that the Lord sent him. 6. And thou, son of man, thou art not afraid of them, yea, of their words thou art not afraid, for briars and thorns are with thee, and near scorpions thou art dwelling. Of their words thou art not afraid, and of their faces thou art not afraid, 
for they are a rebellious house. The Lord tells him, don't be intimidated, don't shut down, because they want you to. Don't stop speaking my words to them. I'm commanding you not to be afraid. Now this is throughout the entire Bible. We are commanded not to be intimidated by other people so that we stop speaking the word of God. His truth is, don't be afraid. Keep being my child and keep telling people the truth. There's nothing unloving about being real and genuine and honest with people. And it is really hard for me too to be genuine because our society is so much against it. But this is our commandment. We have to do it. And the Lord's speaking in metaphor. He tells Ezekiel, scorpions will not be able to harm you. I'm going to protect you and you'll be standing in the midst of briars. This is metaphor saying that the people he speaks to are going to be deadly like scorpions and briars, but he will be in the midst of them and the Lord will give him the power to speak. So if you're intimidated by others or by religious people, ask the Lord to give you the same power that he gave Ezekiel to speak. 7. And thou hast spoken my words unto them, whether they hear or whether they forbear, for they are rebellious. The Lord says, you're going to speak the words that I give you, no matter what their reaction is, whether it's good or bad. 8. And thou, son of man, hear that which I am speaking unto thee. Thou art not rebellious like the rebellious house. Open thy mouth, and eat that which I am giving unto thee. The Lord is going to spiritually give Ezekiel the power to speak by anointing Ezekiel's mouth. And he says, you're not allowed to sin against me, which means Ezekiel is not allowed to keep his mouth shut, which is exactly what the religious leaders are going to tell him to do. They're going to tell him to shut up. 9. And I look, and lo, a hand is sent forth unto me, and lo, in it a roll of a book. This is a scroll that is being given to Ezekiel from heaven, and it has God's words on it. 10. And he speaketh it before me, and it is written in front and behind, and written on it are lamentations and mourning and woe. Prophets are always called to lament and pray and suffer for the people. We just read the book of Jeremiah's Lamentations. He was praying and interceding and crying for those who perished in their sin and for those who would perish in their sin. And he was asking the Lord to lead these people to salvation, these stubborn people. Now the Lord is telling Ezekiel that Ezekiel is going to do the same thing. He is going to pray for the Lord to have mercy on these stubborn people and lead them into salvation. And he's also going to be warning the people and telling them, if you don't repent, you will perish in your sin. You will have everlasting torment. Prophets are sad because they're trying to help people get saved, but the people don't want their help. There's always a few who do listen, but most of the audience of a prophet does not listen. So it's a sad duty to be a prophet. Knowing that most of them won't listen would make you very sad. Prophets on the internet today don't even care or want to know if you are sinning. The only thing they care about 
is how much money you're going to give them. But in the Bible, there isn't one single prophet who took one penny from anybody. We've already discovered that in scripture. Samuel didn't take money from anyone. Abraham didn't take money from anyone. Elijah and now Ezekiel, he won't take money from anyone. And we'll continue seeing that even in the New Testament with John the Baptist and Jesus. Remember, it was Judas who had the money bag and asked for money and took out of it. It wasn't Jesus. Jesus had nothing to do with a money bag. That's why he didn't have money when Peter came to him because the leaders wanted Jesus to pay a temple tax. Jesus didn't have any money on him at all. It was Judas who had the money. I'm not saying it's evil for any church leader to ever get paid, but it is evil for a prophet to get paid. And all of these prophets on the internet today who are receiving money, they're all liars. They're not prophets because no prophet anywhere in the Bible got paid. In the next chapter, we're going to learn more about Ezekiel's calling. And that concludes Ezekiel chapter 2.